On this episode of the Cares None Be Dope podcast, Instagrammer and OnlyFans content creator JoJo So Dreamy joins the show, and we talk about her journey in the OnlyFans realm, what OnlyFans actually is, and the difference between OnlyFans and Patreon. The difference may shock you. This is a great show, an excellent show. I know you're going to enjoy it, but if not, and as always, Cares None! Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I think I'm recording. All right. So welcome to the Cares None Beto podcast. I am your host, Chris Cares None. And we have a special guest, So So Jojo So Dreamy. And let me ask you a question before we even let you start talking. How did you, first of all, who are you? Do that. Who am I? Yeah. Who are you? Um, I am Jojo Dreamy. Um <laughs> In a nutshell, I'm just a girl who's trying to figure out life, really. I know. At, at, the, at, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, right? Exactly. Yeah. Have fun on the way, right? So uh, so one of the reasons I wanted to get you on, first of all, is because I have preconceived notions, or I think a lot of people do, of what OnlyFans is, and you have an OnlyFans account, right? Yes, indeed. How long have you had an OnlyFans? Um, probably about a month or so. So you're really relatively very new. Relatively, yes. Okay, because I did a little research so I wouldn't come in here too ridiculous. I think people look at OnlyFans as a purely sexual thing only. And I just, that's not the case, is it? No, not always. See, because I didn't realize that Patreon is essentially the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's art. Right, but it doesn't have like the sexual undertone that I think that OnlyFans does. Right. So, but, and I feel like people look at OnlyFans as like a, that's a sexual thing, whereas Patreon is everything else, but it's the exact same thing. Exactly. So let me ask you this. And so you know that that, so you definitely feel that vibe. If you were to, will you tell every, everyday people that you have an Only, uh, OnlyFans account? No, not everyday people. Right. So like, why though? Um, The stigma. There's the stigma of, um, even just telling one friend that I had an only, or actually had an ex-boyfriend that I had an OnlyFans, um, all of a sudden, the stigma of what I people think is um, you're selling your body for money, you're dirty, you're um, all of these nasty things that people have um, put in their minds kind of also with any of that type of um, displaying that type of artwork. Um, so I won't tell people unless I, unless I know that I can trust them because you can also get exploited and also some jobs don't want you there if you are involved in that type of activity. See, now here's, here's my question. So if you were to do the same thing, but on Patreon, it would, it would be easier to say you would think in public, right? But you could do the exact same thing. Yeah, I think so. So it's, it, it's, I, I just think it's funny. Cause I did, I just did some, I, again, I was the same way when I thought only fans, I'm thinking purely just a sexual thing. But then when I did a little research, is it no, it's any kind of it, it, it didn't start off with the sexual thing. It started off, if I'm not mistaken, like people who just wanted to give out content that you wanted to pay a paywall to get behind, like extra personalized content. Yeah. Right. And I think that most people don't know that, you know, and I think that that's kind of why I wanted to bring you on to maybe break some of the preconceived notions of what it is in general. Now, let's ask you personally, is your account sexual of nature yes okay what suggestive most of the time actually 
So describe what it is that you offer on your OnlyFans. Um, so I offer um, custom content and all of that, but a lot of like what I post is I'll post lingerie pictures or, you know, pictures of short shorts, just different things that have like the suggestion of sex or um, of, of loving your body and, and expressing yourself the way that you want to. And then if other people, then for paid, that's for my free account and for paid, if people want something different, but I'm not really a person that's just going to sit there and bear it all out and say, here you go, because I don't believe that that's, I'm not, I'm not producing porn. I'm producing content that, that gives you an experience and producing an experience. I mean, porn does that too, right? It does. Or it uh, gives it, me an experience. It, it can, uh, for sure. It gives me an experience too. But this is like an extra experience of that you get to know who I am and you're not just um, watching it. And then also there's the ne negative context too of porn. People think that, that can be dirty as well. Yeah, you know what? I've, uh, again, I'm just like everybody else in this society. And, but I'm starting to look at more stuff as art as opposed to just the act, even if it's something that you don't like or you think is gross, doesn't mean that it's not art to someone else. Like yeah. for instance, I'm not a country music fan really at all, but I'll be damned if I'm, if I'm gonna look at someone else who loves it and calls it art and not call it art because it ain't my type of art, you know? And I'd be like, I feel like sexuality is a lot of people's art. And it is kind of art when you think about, you know, it takes all, it's a lot of energy going on with that. So I wanted to get you on to explain, and also I knew about the body positivity thing and just, cause I, I read a lot of your content on Instagram and you have more of like a, do you like fuck what they think, cares none so to speak about people. Can you explain, have you always had a confident approach about your body and who you are? Have you had to get there? You know, explain that. Yeah, um, I have not, no. I grew up in a very, um very different household is my puppy um <laughs> a very different household of let's hide everything um mm. christian and i've gone through a lot of different things in my life too i was an intense devout christian too for a while um and where you should sh shame and hide and 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 not be comfortable with what you've been given and also take care of yourself i know so many people that don't take care of their body because they don't want to view it as sexual um, really? and because they, yeah. Um, whereas I've always had, I've had this desire to have, to, um, I feel good when I am taking like an interesting picture because I view it as art and I view the body as art. Um, so it's taken me a really long time. I read lots of books. I read lots of body positivity stuff. I don't have anything on my Instagram feed that has to do with body negativity. Um, when people talk about bodies, it's, it's, it's just a different home. You're, you have your home. Right. And if you're not taking care of this home, then how are you going to take care of your physical home? You're not going to studies show that we don't do that. Right. Um, so, and I, it's taken a lot of work. I know that I wouldn't have been able to do, I've been wanting to do this work for a while. Um, and I know I wouldn't have been able to do it a while, um, like a year ago, cause I wasn't there yet. Mm. Um, Personally, I went through an experience about six years ago where I was um, abused by multiple people um, and my body was taken for granted. And um, after that, I wanted to hide 
and I gained a lot of weight. I didn't take care of anything that has to do with my body. Um, and then I developed a lot of issues with it, like knee stuff, back stuff. And um, I was a very unhappy person and I was unhappy to, and so mean to everybody else. Right. Um, so then once I kind of got over that, um, realizing that I was taking my body back, taking my sexuality back um, and doing something that makes me feel good. I love being able to take fun artsy pictures because I, again, I can't reiterate it enough. I view it as art. <laughs> that um, all of that and so just doing that makes me feel better makes me take care of myself more um yeah so it's it's a mixture between both I think with body body positivity but also realizing that this mm -hmm. is your body and you have to take care of it and how are you going to do so and how are you going to like exalt not exalt it but how are you going to be excited about it how are you going to praise it how are you going to be happy for what you live in you know, it's, it's fucked up because I know a lot of people view women's sexuality as like this thing that's like, like it's like naughty, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like since the beginning of time and then dudes, this is my opinion, what the fuck do I know? But like dudes have taken advantage of like a woman's sexuality and has put kind of like a, a negative connotation on it, you know? And I feel like that's starting to break now, obviously, to, to the fact where you feel comfortable to be open about an OnlyFans, knowing the stigma, even though it's bullshit, but knowing the stigma of it and still feel confident. So believe it or not, I bet you a lot of women probably desire where your mind is. So by you even putting it out, you're like inspiring a lot of people to say, you know what, I want to do it too. So I don't know if you know, but that's dope as shit. Thank you. That's, yeah. And that's how I, that's how it started with me. It's that I was inspired by a lot of people who, um, don't have quote unquote, you know, the perfect body type that society has told us that we need to have. And they're like, well, fuck it. This is who I am. And I love it. And I'm happy. And I was like, I want to be happy too. So yeah. that's what I'm doing. I'm doing what makes me happy. You know what? Uh, I, I deal with shit like that too. Cause I've, you know, I've had, a, I've, I've weighed a ton of, I've weighed a ton and lost a lot. And, uh, and I still personally deal with body issues. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure like a lot of us do, uh, and being more, and then especially being someone who puts themselves on camera like you, that's a real serious battle to like, yeah. do you look good at this angle, this angle, but then knowing that that's bullshit because you're just going based on these ideas of what, is it what you like, or is it what you think other people like? Right. And, I, and I know I'm like every day breaking that mold too. And I just think that that's pretty dope that you're breaking it. And then you're like, fuck yeah, fuck you, I'm gonna do it. And that just gives people, and I, I feel like that's what I do too. It gives people like, I can do it too. So super, super dope, super Thank dope. You. Now explain how the OnlyFans works from, from the, the content creator perspective. So like, how do you, like if somebody who would like to sign up, like what, give them some ideas and from what, and I, again, you're new, but you still know more than I do. So what would I do? I want OnlyFans, what, how, what do I do? What is it? If you want to, if you want to follow a content creator, if you want to be I, a content I want creator. to create, create content. Um, yeah. So, I mean, first I would ask yourself why make mm. sure that you're doing, make sure, um, make sure you know what you want to create, why you're creating it. Um, what kind of, um, people you want to reach to what your boundaries are. That's a big thing of what you're about, especially if you're going to go into more of like the sex work type of, um, part of OnlyFans, what your boundaries are, being strict in that. Um, and then 
creating first you want to create a persona you want to know who you want to be you want to know who you want to come across as do you want to be more like you or do you want to be more like somebody else um and then i would say so i started an only fans um like signed up a, a long time ago probably about march or so i just didn't have anybody backing up so i tried to um share with my friends which is what do you mean what do you, what do you mean backing up like Instagram. So, so finding Instagram, Twitter, using all of the different social media aspects to bring yourself out there. Um, cause you want to find people who are interested in that, um, and interested in your art and might, they might not all be people that, you know, and also you might not want all people that, you know, as well. Um, so I think once I started my Instagram was really, and that was about a month ago where I started the Instagram to be very focused on, um, OnlyFans, and I was able to find other people like me, find people that were similar, um, and then also making sure who do I not want to see this, and who do I, like, what do I not want to happen as well, um, so starting that way, and, and thinking on that, um, and then just, it's a daily, it is a daily thing, you have to follow people, or you have to find hashtags that work for you, um, make sure you're not being pushy, reaching out to other girls that are doing OnlyFans or other men that are doing OnlyFans. Wait, 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 um, and, and interrupt you. So I was doing the research and I didn't realize how many men have OnlyFans and yeah. that, have, that have nothing to do with sexuality. I, I, I feel like the stigma is OnlyFans is for women, mm -hmm. right? But then I saw like a bunch of dudes on it. I was like, oh, so I think people don't know that. People don't. And even um, I was just talking to one of my friends the other day who said that he wanted to start an OnlyFans, but he doesn't want to just show his dick. And I said, well, that's not what we want anyway. <laughs> like we women also get so many unsolicited dick pics anyway. So like it's not right. like we're sitting here trying to scroll through finding them. We can find it right, easily. Right, right. Um, Ten of our friends probably already sent us one. So we don't like <laughs> right. <laughs> <you> know, <Real> talk. <laughs> right. We don't need that. Um, but figuring out what kind of content you want and that you can do so many different things on there and that it's a business too. Just remembering it's a business. You know what? Um, I didn't realize that. Uh, so like, what would you say are the different tiers of payment that you could charge someone per, like what is the lowest to the highest? Like, or like, is there a number? Like what are the rules to that? Um, well, the lowest is $3 if you're doing individual things. So if I were to post like a picture that, um, you know, has a little bit of who yeah, right. has in there, right. um, some nips, um, it, the lowest I can do is $3. The highest I think that you can do now because of Bella Thorne has taken over like a lot of um, the OnlyFans stuff. I think the highest you can do is 50 Wait, what's Bella Thorne? Am I, am I, what, I feel like I've oh. heard of yeah, yeah Bella Thorne is an actress. Um, I think she might have been a singer songwriter. I'm not sure. But she had duped. She made OnlyFans um, very popular um, in the in in this world. Um, she used to date Scott Disick, I think it was, um, who used to date the Kardashian, one of the Kardashians. Okay. Courtney. Um, and so she started an OnlyFans and then... Um, she charged, um, I think like $200 or something for people to get this message, which was just her in a swimsuit. She made people think that they were going to get more than that. Um, and because of that, OnlyFans had to change. You know um, what? Uh, I did read about it. I yeah. heard about that. That was a big deal. Okay. I do remember that now. 
Yeah, it was a massive deal because she was um, screening a lot of people over on money um, and then also made it longer so people can get their money, um, which is kind of rough when you're making a living off of this. Um, But yeah, so they changed it now. Um, I haven't done any of the highest stuff because I haven't created um, artwork that I think that is um, there yet. Yeah, I'm still building, still building. So but yeah, $3 is the lowest that you can go. And also if you want people to do a monthly subscription and they can get everything, um, they can have access to everything. I think the lowest that I've seen is $3 for that as well. Monthly? Monthly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm considering doing something too. Uh, I'm considering doing doing something like a paywall to get extra content, you know? But I was trying, now I'm starting to, I was going to go Patreon just off the top because that's what you do that for. But yeah. the little bit of research I've done says that OnlyFans is like better at that than Patreon. As far as like, it's easier, it's like user friendly. Whereas I guess Patreon, have you ever, do you know anything about Patreon? Yeah, um, I followed a couple of people on Patreon. I've got a couple multi-amory um, podcasts and, and all that. So, but I haven't gone too deep into it, but it does seem there's so many different facets of it. You have to just kind of go where I feel like OnlyFans is more of a feed. So, okay, so I was gonna sign up for it because it didn't. It said asked if my card, and I couldn't couldn't find my card at that second. So you can like make posts as far as just words on there. On your OnlyFans? Yeah. Yeah, you can do anything. So is it really like it's like a Facebook page, so to speak? Basically, yeah. So you could do like you can type, you can like do little, uh, let's say, a inspirational quote if you wanted to, boom, and post it. Yeah. So you can do. Um, that you can do pictures, you can do videos, you can do polls, um, and you can keep polls up for seven days and close them, or you can keep them open indefinitely. So to find out what people want, find out what people are doing, um, all of that. And, um, yeah, you have a lot of different options. So essentially is it's uh, social media, but with the paywall. Yeah. So it's kind of like Instagram. So, you know, or it's kind of like all these other ones, except you just pay. Okay. And now let me ask you this, because you're through the, that site, what is the censorship or is there zero? Is there anything that they can do as far as telling you what you can or cannot post? Um, I haven't seen any censorship yet. So I don't think there is much censorship. I've seen a lot of different things that I, um, like I can post something on Instagram and it will get flagged and I can post something a little bit more ludicrous on OnlyFans. And of course it's not, people are paying for that. They're paying to right. see the things that, right would that be behind that right yeah they don't want to see censored things they want to see the non-censored stuff so i think that's where so i'm wondering like I, can people you know how we're in this cancel culture right Where like yes where you say something you get fired for it but i feel like you that can't happen through an only fans it really can't happen through a patreon because people who are paying that's that's what they want yeah and then they'll just um they'll so you have fans rather than followers and they'll just un um not be your fan anymore if they don't like what you're doing um i haven't seen anybody i don't see any opportunity to flag anybody when i have the people that i follow because i follow other artists as well and content creators and because i'm because i'm thinking the people who would be in there paying wouldn't be a caring about something because that's why they're paying unless you're that ridiculous that you would pay to see something that you don't want to see just to cause a gripe about it that'd be ridiculous right i mean if you really <laughs> want to do that you can yeah, like, totally do. 
I'm we sure this. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. But then, like, are you worried? Because you put your face in yours, right? Um, yes, I put my face in the things that are not um, full nudity. So, um, yeah. So, are you, have you ever been worried that this could bite you in the butt, so to speak, or something else in your life? Totally. Um, it's been probably the fear that kept me from starting in the beginning of um, there are so many different things and avenues and I'm such a caring and, and person that wants to change the world and this might inhibit that. Um, but I also, I think that the world is changing to more accepting. Um, we sure. have more like people are understanding that women aren't, well, some people are understanding that women aren't just there for um, your enjoyment um, and all of that. So, and I think that especially in the power of COVID, what happened during COVID is people have been learning more of a relaxed way of work um, from working from home and all of that, even just watching, um, I live with a few people and just watching them interact with their coworkers now via Zoom and via all of these meetings, it's way more relaxed. And we're seeing people as our, like our bosses and coworkers, we're seeing them more as people rather than um, this like authority figure. Mm. You know, there's like a different feeling when you're on the phone with your boss, you're on Zoom and you see their kids playing in the background mm. than when you see them berating you at work or something. So I think that there's this different culture happening that now we're understanding that people are people rather than um, whatever we thought they were before, you know, just some... See, I would uh, I was just talking to someone earlier today about how sh like when shit happens in my life personally, and I would imagine most people that's when the level up happens. I feel like whenever you go through if you are still breathing, you're going you're normally better off now. And the, what I asked was think about all the shit you 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 think about all the shit you've ever went through went through in your life when you were like, oh, no, like this is bad if I don't fix this right you've had this feeling. And haven't you survived and all of them? Yeah, and conquered usually. Right? Usually it's a cut. So to me, it's like whenever it is such a shitty, I almost welcome the shittiness now. I'm like, okay, we got to get through this one. But once we get through this one, then we're going to be even much be that much better. And you're going to learn something. Yeah. Right. Like, I think a lot of people try to stay away from this shit. It's like, you should probably lean towards it. Like, if I'm, if I'm being honest. Now, let me ask you this. Because you believe that happened with this year. Do you think it's just COVID? Did it have something to do with the movements? A lot of, I feel like a lot of things happen at once. Yeah. So everyone's just kind of like, oh, okay. Well, not everyone, like you said, but a lot of people are like, you know what? Maybe I did. Maybe I was thinking about this situation wrong. Maybe totally. I was, right. When, so you think it was like a good combination of everything? Yeah, I think, um, and especially right now, because in Colorado, um, we've got so many fires happening, everything's burning. Um, it is, I think it is a combination of everything where we're realizing that our way of life was just not, it was not conducive to um, what we need it to be. Like, and, like across the board, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, crazy. But I also think that there's part of it, um, too, that people are using it as a way to, um, deflect as well like there's a lot happening um but we're not even able to process what's happening as it's happening because something else happens mm. um and so i think i mean personally i think that because of the election there's still like a lot that's not on like the black lives matter movement that needs to be um and then now because the fires in colorado and in other states there's 
also still not enough on the Black Lives Matter movement that needs to be. So I think there's just, I, it's so much that's happening, but. And all those things are super important. You know, it's yeah. like, it's, it's, that's what I mean. This, to me, this year is gonna go down as like an, at least one of my personal favorites up to date because it's so much, we've had the most time to think about it. And like you said, I've, dude, for months, we've all been in the house. Right. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I know some people hate that, like to be with their own thoughts. I love that personally. Cause I'm like, wow, this is really going on. And I think that's why the movement was so big, as big as it was, is because everyone had time to really break it down. Well, yeah, and especially if you think um, on, so capitalism, why capitalism is born and on all people working, people wanted um, others to work. Like we created all these nonsensical jobs so that people wouldn't have time to think about the political mm. climate or other things that matter. Um, and so once you take that away, like think about it, you have a really long work week, right? 40 hours a week or more. You're too exhausted to think about anything else. Anything else You're right. too exhausted to like even take care of yourself. Um, and I think that it has to do with a lot of, of, we want people to be so busy that they can't uprise or they can't, you know, do anything else um, because there's so much. And now that we're, we have nothing else to do, we're realizing, oh shit actually all of this is really wrong and we're not okay with it right. and now they think that's a big reason though why the economy is is trying to get so back in um from a psychological standpoint we're trying to get so uh, thrown back in the economy because we don't want to think about it and we also don't want the people who are making a change to think about it either we want them to be super busy yeah it's so it's crazy because you know that could be some conspiracy ish but I'm yeah <laughs> Hey, but, hey, but I'm super hardcore conspiracy. I'm all about that because that makes the most sense to me. I know. And, and then you have to add on just society and all that bullshit. To me, it's all bullshit. Not all, but like a good whelming majority of oh, society says don't do this is bullshit. Would you agree oh, with yeah. that? A hundred percent. Like I was just talking about going to school, like going to college. I it, it seems like not that it ain't like this cookie cutter. Everyone should do this situation. And the people end up getting fucked when they go to college, when you think you're supposed to go there and help, and help you out. Yeah. Yeah. My aunt used to tell me just to get a degree and then the rest will be a piece of cake. And I'm like, well, I'm 65 K in the hole. Um, and <laughs> I'm back working in the service industry because that's usually like, that's what I excel at. And I've excelled at that for a really long time. And if I would have just known that and done that, I wouldn't be so far in the hole. You know what's great? So you worked in the service industry too, like at a restaurant? Yeah, I currently yeah. do. So, okay. So me too. And uh, I could tell that when you were like heard, <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> it is such a service thing. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't serve, like, a lot of people would be like, what the hell does that mean? Like heard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, when you, when you work in a service industry and someone says something to acknowledge that you have heard it, you say heard. It'd be like saying, okay, yeah, I get it. Or I understand, but this is a quick get to the point heard. Yeah. I got to do something else. I'm here. I hear you. And I'm done. Would you say that that's at all restaurants? Have, have you always heard the word heard at all restaurants? Um, I have heard it up. Yeah. Yeah. And even, um, I have a friend I'm talking to, I just started becoming friends with, and he says heard. And, um, 
I, I said it too. And he's like, I've never heard anybody else say that except for <laughs> restaurant people. So you must be one of us. Right. That's the first thing. Okay. You're definitely one of us. I have worked at restaurants where that wasn't like the first three years of, of my three jobs of my servicing, never heard someone say, use the word heard until, Weird. right. But then now I've heard it every time since. And it's like, Oh, okay. I wonder what that is. Like, I just, I just learned what, uh, what Canadians meant. Did you, did you always know what that, what that term means? Or do you even know what that term means? No, I do not. So Canadians means, <laughs> this is crazy. If some, if someone goes, Oh man, these Canadians left me 10%. It's like saying black people, because it's because you don't want to obviously offend someone by saying these black people, especially when you're talking about a bad tip. And so, and, and for all these years, I would, I've heard those, that term, these wow. Canadians. And I, and I would be like, how do you know they're Canadian? <laughs> because, because I'm like, and it's really stinky because it worked because I had no idea that they were talking about people that look like me. I'm like, huh? And for years, I just like, how the fuck do they know people? Like, how do you know someone's Canadian by looking at them? Yeah. You can't tell. You can't. And I've been thinking about this shit for years. And so I learned that recently and that was crazy. Now, let me ask you this off topic of anything. Have you seen any difference of people interacting during co or like during COVID as a server? Like are people acting different? Are they more generous, less generous? What have you noticed with the customer base P and pre and post COVID? Um, or if anything. I think it's people seem to, uh, it's a mixture. I feel like people who were not very kind in the beginning or not really kind pre-service are also worse now. Cause really? they, cause when you have, you know, you have your face covered up, then they seem to think that you're not as human for some reason. Okay. So you've noticed that. I've noticed that with some people. And then I've noticed with others, um, they become more comfortable. I have a lot of tables that as soon as I make them feel welcome and make them feel at home, um, then they're like, oh, sit down with us. Or like, let me get your number. Let's hang out. Let's be friends. So some people are still like, oh, you must be fine. Um, I think that also it's harder. Uh, people still tip 20%. Some people, some people tip less. Um, not that's, realizing that's that. That's crazy to me. Yeah. It, and they don't realize that we're at half capacity. So I'm already making right. half of what I used to make because I can't have all the same tables, yet you still want the same service. Um, so it's a little like hard that way. I was just talking to somebody about that of that these paychecks are not what they used to be. Um, and not it's really hard. Yeah, it's struggling, struggling to get by some weeks just because it's not, it's not what we're used to, but people don't seem to think that. So, um, I think it's a little mixture of both. I also have in Colorado, we are really intense about masks, um, in the place that I live in Colorado and some places when they come to visit, they seem to think that it's, um, more of a request rather than mandatory. And even to the point we didn't have the college kids, 18 to 22 year olds couldn't even come out because COVID was so rampant between them. Um, like with all of them, we, as restaurants had to say, no, go away. Yeah, especially, uh, especially the restaurant business. We're like, we're, you know what I'm saying? Like the restaurant business yeah. where that shit would spread. And that's why we've been oh, yeah. hurt. And that's why we've been hurt the most. You know, like, like and there's still a lot of businesses right now that are like about to close. You know, yeah. it's like, I don't think people realize that, you know, 
people realize how much that industry and a lot too, but that's one of the big ones that really got fucked on all this. Totally. Uh, and I was in the music industry as well. And that one's completely gone as well. You mean like festivals and stuff like that? Like, yeah, you... festivals. And I was security at a theater. Um, so any like a music theater. So any musicians where we can't do that anymore. Yeah, I know a lot of people are moving. To te- There's some places that do like Texas. I guess they, they open shit up, you know, so and, and like the restaurants by me are pretty open, you know what I'm saying? But uh, not every place is like that. But I would argue that being kind of strict, you say, so you say strict in Denver right now. Yeah. Are you Denver? Um, outside area of Denver. Okay. And have they been strict since the beginning with everything or? Yeah, I'd say. So are their numbers pretty good now compared to the rest of the, I, I, I don't know much about it compared to the rest of the country um i think i haven't seen i haven't seen the differences um but i know like because the college area with the college kids coming in we were good and then the college kids came in and then it all brought it up <laughs> um fucking college kids while enough <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean i remember being one at one point and so we all remember how we were oh um, yeah i was a fool i'm still a fool personally yeah. <laughs> right. but when it comes to the mass when it comes to a mass though i I really don't understand why some people have such a problem with that. It yeah. makes narrow sense. Like, dude, just throw this shit on. It sucks. Who can-? You know, that's my attitude off the top. Like, why would you care? People are like, oh, you know, it's my it's my right. Like, dude, who gives a fuck about your right in this situation? And I get who it, that could get cloudy. But like, dude, you're trying, you're trying to save motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. My roommate, who's kind of like, a, he's a little weird about masks. He's always like, well, there's a lot of doctors that say that it's bad to wear it. And I've heard a lot of that shit too. But to me, it's like, it makes sense. I'd rather have something in front of me to not let something out than something, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense why that's a huge problem. Like, have you dealt with anyone? Have you, have you dealt with anyone who took it serious? Like, first of all, do you take it serious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I take it seriously, especially in the service industry, like that anything can spread in a heart, heartbeat. Um, and I just, I follow the, I just follow the rules. It, <laughs> that's one of the rules that I feel like I'm doing it. My life, my livelihood is affected by this. I'd rather go away so that I can, you know, right. show you my like true personality, not have to tiptoe around whether I should help you or not. Um, and I would like to see, there's a lot of people I'd like to see that I haven't been able to see a lot of places I haven't been able to go. Um, I have, I know people that have had COVID. I have friends that have had family members that have died from COVID. So I see it as we're just trying to protect others. And um, what's, I know, right? That's so what's weird. the hard in that? I, yeah. I, I don't get it. You know, and like, uh, like, how do you feel about like giving a homeless person like a buck? I feel like I do it quite often. Now I heard this, is there a problem in Denver? I heard Denver had a problem with homelessness. Um, yeah. Is it still, is it still a problem? I think, I think so. Um, I think there's been more, um, outright, like more homeless people are taking to this, like taking camp and making camp in places that used to be public areas. Um, and now they're making them their homes because they can't, we can't really do public gathering. So I think we see a lot more homelessness right now. And after the COVID and the economic like crisis with that, where people couldn't pay 
um, rent and all of that. I think there's a difference there too. Now, I, I think I was reading somewhere and, and again, who the fuck am I? But I just read something that said when, because Denver was one of the first few places to legalize marijuana, right? If not the, was it the first? Um, I think it was, it was definitely one. It was definitely one of the first few for sure. Yeah. Like you guys were in the front, the front running with that. And maybe California uh, might've been before us. Maybe Cali, but definitely West coast. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys over there, uh, up here in the Midwest, we just came around. I want to say this year, I think this is the first year where you, we can all just go, which is so dope. I, I took a trip to Seattle where it was legal too. And, uh, it was so weird. Like just having weed out you know what i'm saying it's like wow this is literally last year i'm in trouble for this yeah and you guys were in the forefront but anyways i heard that that was that would that helped add to the to that problem the homelessness problem is that people just around now would you say you've noticed a difference from before and after that um, well i haven't been here i've been here for four years so i wasn't oh. here before versus the after i haven't seen the difference but that'd be interesting to look it up i would totally look into it that'd be cool to know yeah because uh i i felt like when i learned i was like oh so i wonder if and it's more of a from i've been to denver like driving through a few times and it's first of all it's a beautiful place fuck especially coming from wisconsin in yeah. chicago and illinois like that place is beautiful but uh it's such a lax energy like everyone's kind of chill and down to earth woke so to speak would you agree with that Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's chill. Um, so I live in Boulder, um, like just outside of Denver. And I think that there's like a lot more chill out here. Um, As I think people to... are more accepting out here than anything. I think if I went back to um, Wisconsin and talked about OnlyFans, I think it would not go over well at all. But I think because people are just want other people to be like have a good time and, and be happy and do things that make them happy in life, I think it's different. You know, that's interesting. Like, what is it about the like going further west? You get more of that. I wonder, like, what that is. Um, I I've had some ideas, but I think for me personally, it's if you're in the mountains, you go to the mountains. And you are, you know that there have been thousands of people in the, this mountain. There could be thousands of people in this mountain, but you don't see anybody. And it kind of um, brings a little bit of humility with it. And you look and you're like, wow, I see a vast expanse of, of just mother earth and mother nature. And there could be a, a, an entire town there. And I might not even know. Mm. Um, so I think it kind of takes you outside of the realm of, of selfishness and brings you into more of an appreciation for beauty in life. Um, and not everybody's that way. We've had some people here that definitely don't agree with um, those viewpoints, but um, I, I think that that's what seems to be the way that people who aren't as selfish, because in a city, there's not much to do, right? It's me, me, me. I got to do this errand, this errand, this errand. I've got to get to this place. Um, I've got to think about my family, um, my car, my transportation. And when you go here and you go into the mountains, it's that you don't think of that. Um, you just, you're there and then you, you appreciate it all. So I think there's that level of appreciation of beauty and nature and humankind as well. You know, uh, even on a way smaller scale, that's got to be true because even just going outside from being inside for me is, is therapeutic for my soul. You know what I'm saying? Just literally going outside. 
as yeah. opposed to being stuck inside uh on, you know on, like on on the computer screen or at a job all day to be outside just feels better in general so and i can only imagine it's enhanced when you're like in the mountains because i could probably get a lot of that going to the a forest around here but then to realize how big it is like the, that whole driving first of all driving through that shit is horrible <laughs> somebody who doesn't drive through that i, I remember going through and then you'll be driving and it's beautiful and then at nighttime is a blizzard and then in the daytime, it's beautiful again. There's no snow. That shit is scary. Yeah. Yeah, we go for, I think it was 33 last night, and it's 70 right now. <laughs> Damn, that's a big-ass jump. Yeah. That's it like, is. it can almost snow. <laughs> it's supposed to snow this week. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. And also supposed to be 75 on Wednesday. <laughs> and then, like, I feel, you know, and I'm, I'm a, I guess personally, I'm from the suburbs, but the, the city drivers, in like Chicago, we're a little bit more bump bump. We don't give a fuck. Get the hell out the way. We got things to be, places to be. But then driving down those down those windy, snowy ass mountains, those motherfuckers drive fast in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I was scared as shit. And then those those steeps, some of those like hills are high. Yeah. Did you have to get used to that shit too? Um, yeah, I did. And actually, even I went on, a, I was in the mountains this weekend with um, like in the mountains, mountains with my partner. And you could tell the difference between who drives in the mountains more. Um, because I drive in the mountains all the time. And I'm used to going really fast. And I, I really have a good handle on my car. You have to know that. Um, and he doesn't drive in the mountains. And he was going really slow. So it's just the difference of that and knowing that, um, you know, this is how, how to handle, how to handle that. It was Dude, really interesting just to see the difference. Of it's scary that. as fuck. And then you're like, you're like, whoa, you guys can whip through their snow on the ground. <laughs> then every, every, like, so often you see those, like, was it truck runoffs? Yeah. And that's just a scary thought to think that the reason that's there is in case motherfuckers can't stop. You know, or, you know yeah. I don't know. To me, it's scary as shit driving down this. We used to drive to Vegas every year from Chicago. And so I've definitely driven through all that shit. But man, that, I don't, beautiful though. Definitely beautiful. Oh, yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Do you live near, uh, this is about to be a dumb question. How far do you have to drive to get away from like cell towers? 20 minutes. Oh, see, yeah. So that's how you know it. Because you, you can get away from shit in, in 20 minutes. 20 minutes from yeah. here, I'm down the goddamn street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> do you uh, you yeah. see now you seem very uh psychedelic y. Do you like psychedelics? Um, I haven't tried too many, but um I've tried some. Do you uh are you an advocate for them? I'm more of an advocate for do whatever makes you happy. Ooh. What if someone's like, I like killing people, it makes me happy. Okay, um, that's a good one. There are people who do that. Yeah, do whatever makes you happy that doesn't hurt other people, that doesn't harm other people or yourself. That's fair. I like that. What about? And I'm just doing this for the sake of argument because I'm just I don't agree with anything I'm saying right now. What if someone goes, "Well, I don't want to. I'm me not wearing a mask that has nothing to do with you. That's what the people are going to say." Well, it can harm others. I know, right? But that's the truth. They actually can harm so, uh, others. But they don't see it from that perspective. No. It's like they can't see the fact that you could give it to someone else to give it to someone else to kill somebody. You know what? I ain't gonna lie. When I first, when this whole thing first happened with the uh, with the mask, 
I always viewed the mask as a, I don't want you to get me sick thing. Mm. And I, and I think at, when it first started and, and before it was mandatory around here, there were some people went like, you kind of had a choice to wear this mask or not. And I remember I'd wear it, but it felt like, I don't want to, I don't want to be that guy. Who's like, I'm scared of you all. I didn't want to be like the piece of shit. It's like, like, I'm not scared of you. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's where my thought was. But then it started to come out that, well, no, it's not because you, it's because we don't want to get you sick. Yeah. And I had, did you, have you always known that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, that it, it's mainly for the person who has it. Right. I yeah. had no, I, I had no idea. And, I, and I, from a lot, a lot of people that I've talked to, they thought that too. And I think that's when it got really easy. Once that became knowledge, like more public people thinking about that. Oh, you know what? That doesn't make sense. And then it became easy. But at first I was really weird about wearing a mask. And not because I knew my, my rights. It was all because I don't want you to think that I'm scared of you. Because in the beginning, I totally wasn't scared at all. I'm still not right. scared. I'm, I'm almost for sure I had it. I'm like 99.9% .9 sure I had it. Uh, but, and it's not fun. No. So what I, what, what, what I experienced was, have, you have not had COVID-19? Um, I think I might have had it, but um, I think that was like way in the beginning of March, but nobody else got it from me. I had a couple of friends in the restaurant industry that, that were positive, but, um, and things have been off, like my, all of my like system has been off since, but it also could just be because I'm wearing a mask and I don't have mm. all of that, but I haven't been like terribly ill. So, and I haven't had a positive diagnosis. So what happened with me is I couldn't, I lost my sense of smell for a day and I woke up and I thought it was just allergies, right? I'm like, oh, that's, you know, my, my nose was like runny, but whatever, I have allergies. It, like the weather was just changing. And then I fucking, uh, so I'm like, but I can't smell shit. This is weird. So I like went around smelling shit in my house and I, I'm like, wait, this is weird. I can't smell shit. And now I'm thinking, oh no, I got this shit, right? <laughs> that's the my first thought. So I'm going around da, 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 da. and um, I was in contact with someone who did have it. So it was for, ended up being, okay, I didn't go get tested. I just stayed my ass in the house for two weeks, but the chances are I had it if I felt at oh, all. And also I lost breathing. I couldn't mm -hmm. breathe further than like 60%. And mm -hmm. it lasted about five days, but then I was okay. And so maybe I was just lucky enough. You know what I'm saying? I got blessed where it wasn't that much, but there's people there that that's a way different thing for them. Totally. And not, and, and not even just young people, like, or like young people getting sick and getting fucked up from this shit too. Yeah. So it's like, why don't people understand that? I don't know. Some people are weird. I'm weird about that. I just think it's the selfishness part of it. I'll tell you that. Well, Hey, so this is what I want you to do. Uh, plug your only fans. So how can they find you? Um, I can give you my link or I can give you my Instagram. So share your Instagram. Do you mind sharing okay. your Instagram? Yeah, it's um, Jojo So Dreamy is my Instagram. And now, then I'll send, yeah. Now, can you go on an only, can I find you specifically on OnlyFans? I'm not sure how that works. I think so. Um, I don't know if you can search in that or if you need my link. I haven't looked into it yet. Okay, so there's not like a username yeah, um, I think my username is Jojo So Dreamy or Jojo Dreamy, um, but there's a bunch of different ones on there. I can research it and get back to you. Do you have YouTube or anything like that? No. I know. Hey, I'm trying. I gotta get my YouTube. I gotta step my game up too. <laughs> uh, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate you.
Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I'll see you on Instagram. Um, for those who, who don't who want to follow me, I'm at Chris Cares None on everything. I might fuck around and get me an OnlyFans too. Shit, I actually think I am to be honest. You should follow me. Let's follow each other. Promote but each I'm other. definitely not. I don't think I'm going to do the 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 uh, Patreon just because that's the one not to do it. I kind of want to do the OnlyFans just to prove that it doesn't have to be a sexual nature. Yeah, or you can even do both if you want, and then you'd be able to like have research on both and see how they and like post the same content on both and see how it goes. Yeah, you know what? I should do that. Maybe I'll do both. Fuck it. Does it cost to be a creator? No, it does not. Um, but if you, so when people pay you, OnlyFans takes a percentage of that. So that's how they get do you. you. Know what, do you know what the percentage is? Uh, it's 20%. Okay, so no wonder they're crushing it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good amount. But I guess they set up everything. They give you the platform. They pretty much keep it so you're safe, right? Yeah, they protect it. Everything you have on there is protected and also has like your handle on it too. So people can't pretend to be you. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, all right. So anybody wants to check her out, check her out. Uh, and as always, care's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.